All right, good evening and welcome to that weekend edition of your preferred sports show on radio. This is Top Football Talk Sports on Empire Radio 104.5 FM. I remain yours truly. I'm Jerry Afoma, but feel free to call me the J2 Wonder. Sit back, relax. Uh, let's ride together through the world of sports of this beautiful Friday evening. I'm not alone in the studio. I have with me uh, the Opta Boy himself. Um, I did that boy, the boy. Welcome, boy. How you doing? Yeah, good afternoon, good evening, guys. Good night. Uh, it's, 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 good to, it's good to be in the studio once again. Uh, I hope you guys had a wonderful week. Uh, because Nigeria was yesterday that you came to the studio. Now, uh, we know you people. Sorry about that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All of you that did not believe in the Super Eagles, come outside. I'm come outside. I want to discuss those, something. I'm part of those that did not believe in the Super Eagles. Me too, me too, me too. I supported them, but then you know I was skeptical about them. So hey, let's give them their onions, no matter how big or small the onion is. So um, good to have you here. What's up? I'm fine. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. As preparation, if you know, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> going on fine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, um, anyways, um, you guys know what we do um, on the weekend edition of the show, yeah? Um, so I'd like to appreciate everybody who's been keeping it 100 with us on Talk About Talk Sport. Thank you guys so, so much um, for always tuning in and participating with us on the show. Do continue to stay safe out there and uh, we'll continue to bring to you all the happenings um, in the world of sport. I'm sure you guys know you can listen to us um, from wherever you are in the world. Um, just click on um, www. Um, www.stream.empirefm.ng um, stream.empirefm.ng or just search for us on Radio Garden um, Empire Radio 104.5 FM Macure. Empire Radio 104.5 FM Macure. also with us in the studio um, is the Phenom himself um, in um, um, Amos um, Oluwa Femi Pride um, he has a new, a new song he was singing. He was the one that delayed us. That's why we didn't start on time. He was dancing. He was dancing. We were, were dancing, and the dancing was, I just couldn't focus. So yeah, we had to we had to bring to you guys uh, all the latest. Hey, Mos, how are you doing? What can we say? We're good. We're fine. It's always a pleasure to be here to mm. talk sports, mm. you know, and uh, talk to our people. Why? You are sounding as if you are sad because Super Eagles won. How are you mad, Abby? No, I'm, I'm, sounding, <laughs> I'm, I'm sounding like I'm comfortable. Yeah, yeah, no. We hope, we hope on great things to come. So I feel I feel good. I feel nice. It's always a pleasure being here, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to have an amazing time. Of course, in here, and uh, hope that the listener gets the same. Mm-hmm. All right, well, good to have you um, on set. A mass. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's quickly get into other sporting action, starting with Formula One, where uh, Mercedes technical director James Hallison has signed a long-term contract extension and believes that the team will be a challenger um, this year. 55-year-old Hallison joined Mercedes in 2017 as technical director and helped them to five consecutive constructors um, championships. Earlier this week, um, Toto Wolff signed a three-year deal to stay on as team principal and um, chief executive of Mercedes. A 52-year-old Wolff, who owned a third of Mercedes Formula One, has been with Mercedes since 2013. Uh, Mercedes won eight constructors' titles in eight seasons between 2014 and 2021 and finished second behind Red Bull in 2023. In tennis, our top seed Novak Djokovic celebrated his 100th match at the Australian Open with a dominant 6-3, 6-3-7-6 victory against 30th seed Thomas Martin Echeverry to reach the fourth round. He will face Adrian uh, Manarino, who beat Ben Shelton in five sets in the next round as he chased the 25th Grand Slam title. The Serbian has won 92 of his 100 matches in Melbourne and is now the first man to play 100 matches at all four Grand Slams, having played 108 matches at the French Open, 103 matches at Wimbledon, and 101 matches at the US Open. Earlier, fourth seed uh, Yannick Sina raced to a 
uh, raced into a 6 love 6163 dominant win over at Sebastian Beers. Um, Cena will face Karen Kachanov um, next after the 15th seed overcame the third set wobble to beat Thomas Machak 6476467676. Seven seeds Stefano Sissipas beat Luca Van Hash. 636 six, Love 64 had to set up a meeting with 12C Taylor Fritz. Fritz came from set down to beat um, Fabian Marozan. 366462. Our 10th seed and home favorite Alex Le Menor defeated qualifier Flavio uh, Koboli. 6363 and 6-1. In the women's singles, um, teenager Miran Driver staged a remarkable third set comeback to beat um, to reach the Australian Open first round. At uh, the 16-year-old beat Dan Parry. 166176. Earlier, um, second seed Anna continued her title defense with an emphatic 52 minute 6 love 6 love win over Alessia Surenko. Uh, Coco Gov advanced with a 6 love 6 2 win over Alessia Parks. While qualifier uh, Maria Timofeeva has stunned 10th seed Beatrice Haddad Mahia to become the lowest ranked player to reach the women's singles fourth round since 2017. Um, moving on to boxing. Frank Warren's and Queensberry promotions at Eddie Hearns and Matchroom Boxing have agreed to a 5 vs 5 event to take place in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Our boxers from the two promotional outfits will be pitted against each other uh, with the date and card to be announced during the Francis Ugano vs Anthony Joshua's fight in early March. Our rival promoters Warren and Hearn had until last year reportedly um, never met at the rivalry between Britain's two uh, biggest promotional companies in the sport has gotten fans on social media speculating uh, potential matchups, hoping the deal could pave way for the long-awaited bout between uh, WBC champion Dicey Fury and um, Anthony Joshua. Finally, in basketball, um, Golden State Warriors assistant coach Dejan uh, Milojevic had died at the age of 46 after suffering a heart attack. The Serbian fell ill at a private team dinner on Tuesday and was taken to a hospital in Salt Lake City in Utah. Uh, the Warriors said that despite life-saving efforts, Milojevic passed away late on Wednesday morning. He joined Golden State Warriors in 2021 and was part of the coaching staff that led the Warriors to the NBA title in 2022. Um, let us result from the NBA. Um, so New York needs to beat um, Washington Wizards 113-109 at Madison Square Garden. Uh, Chicago Bulls defeated Toronto Raptors 116-110 away at Scotia Bank Arena. Oklahoma City Thunder also defeated Utah Jazz 134-129 away at the Delta Center High Flying Minnesota. Uh, Timberwolves beat Memphis Grizzlies 118-103 at the Target Center while Indiana Pacers edged um, Sacramento Kings 126-121 away at the Golden One um, Center. On the local scene, resort from Midwick Bad played um, in the APFL saw so goals from uh, Michael Ebay and Andre Idoko. Either side of Mbaoma Chidioke helped um, Casino United edge defending champions Aimba 2-1 at the Muhammadu Diko Stadium. But then action continues this weekend as former champions Rivers United travel to Doma United. Uh, Bendel Insurance welcomes Sporting Lagos to the Samuel Obomudia Stadium. In Benin, uh, Gombe United hosts Bayesa United at the Pantami Stadium. Aqua United battle um, Enugu Rangers in Uyo. Kano uh, Pillars play Heartland at the Sonia Abacha Stadium while Remo Stars face um, Abia Warriors. Um, in Ikene at the Lake Salami Stadium in Ibadan, it's Shooting Stars versus reigning champions Aimba. Um, Casino United travel to Niger Tornadoes. Blood leaders Lubi Stars they host and play to United in Makodi. Uh, Wakwara United play our Darling Sunshine Stars um, in um, Ilori. I'm sorry. So guys, we are here again, <laughs> and um, it's good to um, actually have um, a couple of um, games in the MPFL. Um, the only um, midweek um, game that was played on Wednesday saw so Casino United a beat 
um, Aim, but then um, I think we spoke about that a bit on Football Extract. Uh, as I then the score was 1 1. So, Casino United being good at home, uh, beating the um, likes of um, I think Premier Stars at, at home and all that. So, uh, but then we have games this weekend, interesting games. Um, the big one there is um, Lobby Stars on top of the love with one point. Um, they play play to United in Makodi. Um, how do you guys see that one? Um, how, how do you see that one playing out, guys? Uh, let me start from um, Mr. Adebo himself. Um, anyways, the um, recent times though, I've not been following. Okay, let me help you. Out. <laughs> I think maybe Faisal should. Do it. Faisal is not a local man. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, Jailos has said also is um, Faisal. Um, the cynic, the actual cynic, I like to call him cynical, but he's actually the actual cynic, is different from the cynic one. Um, Faisal, uh, Abdul Salam, uh, the controversial one as well. <laughs> Welcome, Faisal, how are you doing? Um, I'm fine, it's good to be here, yeah, it's good to be here again. Okay, I have Boye next to me here, so who knows how this can go. He's the next on your hit list. Headshots only. Don't think that we have put yes. Um, anyways, uh, let, let's okay. Let's just focus on Sunshine Stars. Yeah, uh, they will be playing Quara United away in Ilori. Um, the, the last home game was a disappointing draw, uh, coming from a 2-0 away um, defeat at um, um, Remo Stars. And, uh, I think uh, yeah, the last home game was a disappointing draw against Niger Tornadoes. Now that we're playing the arrivals in Quara United, um, away, and. Um, What's what you guys take on this? Do you see them? We need we need the maximum points. Do you see them getting away in Quara United? They can do it. They've been quite inconsistent. Which result? They've been quite quite inconsistent. Result. So who knows what can happen? You know, they they may they may get um, the goals because I think one of the problems they really had is scoring goals. So they may get the goals and then you know get the win. They've been really really inconsistent. So anything can happen. Um, well. Ishaa can talk about Sunshine <laughs> Stars. Um, away at Quara United, we need all three points, like all three points on the board because if we continue like this, it's relegation battle. Low. I don't, uh, for me, I don't believe Sunshine Stars can uh, give us the maximum three points away from home because looking at what they've done away from home this season, they've been really worse away from home this season. And I don't think they have been any match they've actually picked up the maximum three points. They have not been in good form this season, so I don't see them taking the maximum mm. Amos, yeah, I agree with the men's that um, no hope for the boys. We should just um, get what we can get away from home and come back home and if try to business. Again, we should look. We should look at getting a point, you know, to build momentum, to to of course build the uh, the mentality of the guys to keep their mentality high going into the next game. But um, going away to Quarry United and expecting a win, it is not far-fetched. However, the head-to-head is not even in our favour. And also, the away head-to-head this season is also not in our favour. At home, we've been trying the best we can to get points, we draw, we win. But at, at the same time, we've not made the Accra Township Stadium a fortress yeah. that it should be. Yep. So I was about to say that though. It is it is not really looking good for the Sunshine Stars. But mm. if we get a point from that game, I'll be glad. Mm. I, I I think uh, you you said everything I wanted to say about the Sunshine Stars. Uh, 
the difference between the Sunshine Stars and the Casino United and the other teams that are actually on the upper half of the table uh, is because they've made their home um, ground a fortress and um, that's just different between us and them. If we can um, okay, look at the likes of Kano Pillars, I think they've just won and won a away match all season and they got a draw recently um, in Makori against Lobby Stars but all their home matches they've won um, and um, they, are, they are up there you know and this is a team that just got promoted back after the MPFL having been playing the NNL football from last season so like I always say um, it's not it's an open secret you know get your result at home um, and um, grab whatever it is you can grab away and see where you land at the end of the season if God helps you you get to play continental qualifiers and maybe play some continental football who knows you can even be pushing for the title uh, but then let's move on to um, results from ongoing African Cup of Nations and Ivory Coast. I saw um, goals from Roman Saiz, Azadin Hunai, Anam Youssef, and Naziri. Um, perhaps from Monaco, uh, sorry, Mor Morocco. <laughs> Morocco is past 10 man, Tanzania 3 0. Um, Kings Kango has opener, was cancelled by you. And we start equalizers. DR Congo and Zambia battle to a 1 1 draw. But Equatorial Guinea defeated Guinea Bissau uh, 4 2, thanks to Josette Miranda and Emilio. Um, um, in Swiss, um, hat trick. So, um, guys, Morocco, one of the favorites of the tournament, uh, when they did their thing, uh, before Tanzania got the record, they were already dominating them and, um, you know, um, showing stuff of champions, you know, showing that um, what happened at the World Cup was now a bleak. Um, how far do you think Morocco can go, you know, in this um, Afghan? Do you think they can possibly get to the last eight or final? And, um, you know, would that be a good outing for them, showing that, um, you know, what they did at the World Cup was. Uh, Something they, they built, do, they built they can up. do anything. They can Absolutely. do anything. Absolutely anything. At the same time, we need to understand that playing playing at the Afcons is, is a completely different ball game. When you're playing when you're playing at the World Cup, it is more technical, way more technical. The um, the stadia, uh, with all due respect to those in Africa, better. The grass is better. The the ball flows better and all that. So the technicality of the game comes to the fore there here although we are getting it on the technical front however we are a bit more you will see what you want chop before you chop up and so coming into the african cup of nations everybody needs to understand that morocco has what it takes to do anything if they get to any position in this competition the quarterfinals the semi-finals the finals it will not be surprising however we should also note that playing at the afcon is a completely different ball game and there are nations in this competition know that there are no debutants in this competition mm -hmm. no debutants at mm -hmm. all so there are nations in this competition that know exactly how to play this competition there are the egypt there there are the cameroons there there are the ghana there there are the nigeria they know how to play this competition so morocco are going to come up against a couple of very experienced guys as long as the outcome is is concerned and also when that when that begins to happen that is when they are true character and what they can really offer hmm. will be tested. Hmm. All right, uh, Mohamed Kudus um, double. I was cancelled by Omar uh, Mamouch and Mustafa Mohamed as uh, Egypt um, twice came from behind to draw Ghana um, in a trailing 2 2 draw. Uh, Mo Salah was injured uh, in the first half of that match, and uh, the Super Eagles of Nigeria uh, secured um, a famous 1 0 win over host um, Ivory Coast thanks to skipper William Trust, Ekong's um, second half penalty. But then um, Faisal. Let me start from you. Let's start from the Ghana Egypt match. And um, Egypt, so far, so good. I'm sure Liverpool fans will be licking their lips so I mean, let these people leave this tournament so that Salah can come back. Unfortunately for them, Salah got injured first half of that game. But then it's all about Mohamed Kudus. You know, that guy has been in supreme form since um, the summer. 
uh, since he was signed to West Ham. And uh, this is a guy that was linked to Brighton, linked to Chelsea, and uh, eventually went to West Ham. And he has been doing his thing. He brought that club form to Ghana, and you know, two two beautiful goals. You know, in the second one had a little bit of deflection, but then you need to put yourself in a position to make that happen, to foster goal. And um, Egypt on the other hand, same thing that happened in the first leg, another two two draw for them. What, what's your take on that game? Like, like we rightly said, um, I think what's really getting on with the um, Egyptian side, um, all due respect to Ghana, of course, is the fact that I, I feel like there's this little bit of complacency in, in the Egyptian side. They feel mm. like, you know, they feel like they know how to play the competition. Just like um, Amos rightly mentioned when he was talking about Morocco earlier, because he mentioned them as part of the team that knows how to play the competition, of course. They won it a lot of time. They, they are not the team that won it the most. They won it the most. Yeah. So they feel like yeah. it is the their most, competition. The most Nine, ten times. They feel like Nine. it is their competition. They know how to. So I think that's getting into them because I see the reason why you go on, lead the game, and then you just drop the point. Yeah, some, sometimes, sometimes it's not about um, teams being complacent or thinking they know how to play. But if you, if you see their, so, if you see their game, it, it seems like that to me. I don't know. Well, some I other feel, times feel like it, they play, it boils down to they play with too much. They, they try to play with too much class. I don't know. I didn't. That's I didn't watch the. I didn't watch the Egypt Ghana, but I watched the Egypt and the, the Mozambique. Mozambique. They were trying to play those boys like you guys are nothing. You know, trying to do the. No, it was a different game yesterday, though. I think uh, I didn't, both teams uh, team played each other Egypt with Ghana. respect. Uh, both teams played their so, football. I don't, I don't uh, Egypt, for it was just as if <laughs> uh, they, they played their game. They played their game, but Ghana just um, took their chances mm. and also gave <laughs> Egypt, <laughs> Egypt the opportunity to come back into yeah, the game twice. That's not taking anything away from the goals that the Egyptians scored. I won't be surprised though. Egypt will definitely make it out of the game. Are you sure? Are you sure? Now two points then get. Are you sure? Them. They will. They will. As best loser. As best loser. Maybe. But then I, I believe Egypt will make it out of the group. Wow. How far they can go in the competition? What about Ghana? The kid. Ghana. Ghana also can can make it out of the group. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> do you agree with us? Yeah, one point right. They lost the first game. Yes. So Kevred. Looking at that, yeah. And Kevred is leading right now. One zero. Yeah. So. Two zero. So they have they started the that second half. That makes it more difficult for them. Yeah. So they have six points. So they've qualified already. That that makes. Are you still sure that that will qualify? I would tell you that. Actually, we've been seeing a lot of shortcuts in this competition, and we will still see more. That's just that's just. And looking at that, they have group. I will tell you. I will tell you for a fact that I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing the performance of. I, I don't think Ghana Egypt will even top the group anymore. They can't. Egypt, Egypt, Egypt cannot. Egypt cannot. Cape Verde are already, already on points. top of the match. And Egypt is just second with two points. And the many teams have one point each. So I don't think. Even though they win their last match, they are going to finish on five points. Five points. They're already on top of the group. Wow. So like that is just it's just but through down to the last Egypt and Ghana will be holding their calculator to calculate whether they're going to qualify or not. So well, I, I, as it stands, it's, it's tighter for um, Ghana than Egypt. You know, I feel so, like I feel like it will mathematically, Egypt mathematically, it's, it's, it's tighter for Ghana than Egypt. Ghana, yeah. and, and also, everybody needs to understand that Cape Verde are not. They are not aliens to the Afcon. They are not new here. The first, the first, when they made their debut at the Afcon, we saw what they did. They did not come and not play. They came. They went out. They came out of their group. Yeah. In their debut, in their debut uh, season at the Afcon, or in their debut appearance at the Afcon. So Cape Verde knows what they are doing. If you watch this team, 
you see how compact they play. Yeah, you know that these people know what they are doing. Their game management is top notch. It is the one thing I didn't see for either Egypt or Ghana, Ghana yesterday. Yeah, the yeah. game management was so poor. It got to a point where it gets to a point in a game where you know what you want and you should know how to go about getting what you want. Every other thing does not matter. It is all about getting the three points. When you get ahead at certain times in the game, you should do everything you can to seal it. And that is what uh, both teams did not do. And Kebert, they've, they've capitalized on that. They defeated Ghana. They are leading now. If they play against Egypt, there is a very high chance that they are going to take a point from Egypt. So, uh, it is, it is, I don't know, it is Ghana, it is Ghana or Egypt. Is it safe to call Kebert the dark horses of the competition? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's a case of um, um, Ghana and um, Egypt just start making the mess of the situation but has not taken anything away from the brilliant football that they have played though she understand but i believe on their day they should be um, anyways we'll, we'll know more we'll know more when they play egypt i think the final game they will play in egypt by then maybe they would have seen qualification and they want to use some small ball now wow now wow uh, when we were previewing this group, it was all Ghana, Egypt, or down. Honestly, the yeah. put themselves in the mix. Anyways, enough of Egypt and Ghana. Let's talk about our boys. So nobody has seen we are foreigners. Uh, our boys did the uh, impossible yesterday, despite all the public holiday and uh, holiday public. <laughs> uh, we silenced. It, it, it's always um, it's always beautiful when you beat a host country, but then. If it's Nigeria, I remember back in the day. I don't know if that's how, it, uh, if that's how it is in other countries. Anything that beats us in our home country, in our own tournament that we are hosting, till that team leaves the tournament, we'll be, we'll be booed. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. So, are we still going to get? We know there are a lot of Nigerians in um, um, Ivory Coast that supports the team. Uh, are we still going to get that support as we continue um, um, uh, uh, in the tournament? But then let's just focus on the game proper before we get to that. Um, they played the first match against Equatorial Guinea. Uh, Equatorial Guinea, though, beat the smash time, the other Guineas. Yeah, Guinea is our 4 1. Muswe was scoring her trick. 4 2, sorry. Uh, was scoring her trick in that game. So it shows that um, we did try to limit them to scoring um, all those goals. Um, and, um, you know, for the Super Eagles, an amazing win. A very, very big win. Put them right on track, you know, to get out of that group. Same point with Equatorial Guinea. They just on top of the cup. Um, goal scored and plus one. And, um, you know, what does this mean for us? How big is this victory for us? What's morale booster? Uh, the likes of Pesero should be giving their onions because he switched to a 5-2-3 uh, formation, deployed um, Franco Yeka and it will be in that midfield position. I saw it will be do things I've never seen from him before. I never knew he could play that position, but I think he has played uh, that position somehow, sometime. But full up. He did under Lampard. Under Lampard at Everton. That midfield position. Yes, it did. It was right. Wait, I saw him play. It was I'm, right. I'm sorry, Lampard could have right? Yes, doctor. Yes, he did. Yes, no. He did. He did play And almost relegated them. So that was when we had to, <laughs> had to try. It. Let, let, let's, so, guys, how surprised are you with that result? Let me start for uh, Boy. How surprised are you with that result against Ivory Coast? Um, for me, I would, I, would, <laughs> I would say we are, we are just lucky to get that. Are you serious? Match. Yeah, we are. See, come Nigeria, we've been poor. It's, from the first match, we were poor with our conversion. We don't have good conversion. We did have chances it's, in that game, though. It's, it's, so, it's so disheartening having the likes of Mosina uh, in front of goal and seeing him miss, missing 
very good chances in front of goal. It's so it's so pathetic that we have things like that happening to us as a Nigerian team. So I would I though though the three points we got from that match yesterday was a morale booster for, for, for the team. It's it's a morale booster for the fans also. We, we are seeing hope that okay we can get out of that group what it whatever performances we are going to we are going to be having in the last match. Though that doesn't still boil down to us not playing very well in the last match and giving I am converting our chances. But I just wish and I hope though I've not been a very um punk supporter of Nigeria since the beginning of the tournament because I've not always believed in them in recent years. I've not been believing in them. But I just hope that seeing them in the final match in the group stage, they, they will be able to convert their chances well. Because that is one of the major problems. We are, we are playing very good football, but we are not just converting our goals well. Mm. Um, Amos, um, we, I think we see, we, we've given um, the defence and the um, goalkeeping department a lot of grief, and even the midfield. And uh, the only position that we trust is the forward position. And uh, just like uh, uh, the irony of life, is the forward position that have been. Not, they have not so, been converting so our chances. Uh, the midfield has um, shown that they can step up. The defence kept a clean sheet against the host nation, which is a big Amazing. deal. Yeah. And Amazing. our goalkeeper seems to be very, very confident. Yeah. Look, coming from Uzo, um, looking at that team now and looking at what the midfield, the defence, and the goalkeeping position have done, um, can you confidently say that um, you trust those departments to take the competition by storm and go as far as possible? Um, first, let's begin with the fact that. Uh, we have to respect what the boys did yesterday. We have to show them appreciation for what they did yesterday. Mm. We slated them a lot when they drew the yeah, first game. True. And so now that they have won, we should be able to applaud them mm-hmm. for what they have That's done. Why we are here. Also That's why playing, we are here. also doing so mm. against the host nation, knowing that the majority of the fans will be on their side. Mm-hmm. They have, they have over half of the entire stadium mm-hmm. to themselves in that game yesterday mm-hmm. and somehow we were able to go there not only win but also keep a clean sheet in that game yeah very very important that very key very very important very key let's also not shy away from the fact that the Ivorians did not really come to the party yesterday it was not the Ivorians that we expected that we saw really Wait, can now, we say that is because the Super Eagles stepped up of course <laughs> of course they did they did step up and also Another thing we cannot take away from them is how they took the criticism that was thrown at them and went into the second game and got the win that we, we wanted. So now they are four points. They are, um, I think, um, a goal difference of zero. Plus one. Plus one. Plus, plus one, right? Yeah, goal difference of plus one. And they are second on the low. Equal points with uh, Equatorial and all. So two. we are doing very well. This shows that unless unless we fumble the game against Guinea-Bissau, we are through to the next round already. We are through to the next round already. Hmm. Now, let's talk about Ivory Coast. I don't know what I saw yesterday. I have no idea what I saw. But the one thing I know for a fact is that the Super Eagles did not only play well yesterday, they had a game plan. They stuck to the game plan and they managed the game really well. It was key not to concede in that first half. The Ivorians came at us at some, at some point in the game. Mm-hmm. They were they 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 didn't get like the 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 back, back, you know? uh, back pass with the header. They, they came they came at us. However, 
we stood our ground and we did not concede in that first half. That was really what helped us in that game. I don't, I have no idea what to say about the Ivorian. The Super Eagles for me did well. This every position that you have mentioned, the midfield, the defense, and the goalkeeping position, they stepped up. They have shown that they can do so. However, I would like them to be tested against a team that is doing well. And so that we can say for Aussie men, I think the, the, the major problem with Aussie men in the in, in the competition is that the, the supplies are not steady. Now it is it is easy for us to criticize a striker for not burying chances that come his way. However, if the chances are consistent, we know this is a striker that will always score. And all the striker needs whether in a competition or in a game, is to have these consistent chances and put one behind the net and everything changes for, changes for that yeah, strike. I want to ask a so, quick question with regards to that um, consistent... Um, I guess Equatorial Guinea, he had a one-on-one, -on -one. he yeah. missed it. Against Ivory Coast, he had another one-on-one. -on -one. You can say that maybe the ball is bouncing or I don't know. Is it, There's a reason he's, he scored a lot of goals last season. We know he's a goal scorer, and that does not take anything away from him. We even went as far as saying if he was not the one that missed that one on one against Equatoria Guinea, uh, people will be coming for whoever missed that chance. But because it was Simon, and people are just they just took it easy on him. And to see what he did again against Equatoria Guinea, hence the question that um, the chances are coming for him. But out of three big chances now that me I can recall as I'm sitting there right now, he has taken one, and by Osimen standard, that's poor. Um, I think the only forward player that has done so well for me that I'm impressed with is Ademola Lukman. Yeah. The rest yeah. have not really stepped up to the party. And I'm, I'm just disappointed with that forward line. The only person that has really stepped up is Ademola Lukman. And he's, he can see, he's just like Kudus, he was doing that for Atalanta before he came. And he brought that same form um, to, the, to the team. Anyways, I, I understand what you said. I'm just trying to say that Osime need to do better. Of course, as you progress into the into the competition, I still see it from Emos's side. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I get what he said because definitely you you can't just bank on a chance per game for a striker. Let's be factual. I used to say something. Someone that is prone to to do something that will most likely do it well or do it wrongly. So the more chances you get, the more chances of you scoring. The more chances you get, the more chances of you missing. Now, a chance. A goal, good. But a chance, no goal. You really can't. That's what I'm saying. You cannot afford, like I said earlier, if it was another player that missed that chance. Look at the goal. Yeah, look at the equalizer we scored. He got into the right position. He, you know, he attacked the ball. He, 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 did, he did straight offside and he took his goal well. Check it. That one is even more difficult than the one on one that he missed. To be honest. And we, we, all, we always see the effort that Osimen put. It's very, very glaring to yeah. see. So I'm not calling, I'm just saying that. Get, you get know, that. he gets yeah. those chances yes. and um, those he chances. Needs to do better. Yes, he needs and, to and do just better. Like, just, just like boiling down to the midfield doing more. Just like you rightly yeah, said, really the trying, only forward really player trying. that stepped up is Ademola Lupon. And we know Osimen to be a well rounded striker. Mm -hmm. Osimen can score with his different feet, kinds of goals, with his head and all that. And what are they doing? What are they doing to utilize that? Now, if the game becomes difficult, you have a striker that is. Magnificent in the air. Play the ball in the air. Crosses. Do you understand? Crosses. Play crosses into the box. Make him force errors from the defenders. If the crosses are not good enough for him to make contact with his head, he can force errors from the defense or, or of the opposition. He can force errors from you the You know he has that space. Or yeah. the, let that ball the into the space. Let him run. Let him let run. Understand. Just those those make sure the timing of your pass is good enough. The because timing of the cross so is good enough. So he doesn't stray into that outside position. True. And he will do the rest. So I think the, the, the midfield. 
needs to do better. And, and it, 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 for me, boils down to um, Kelechi not really being. Honestly, that. I, was, should I was be screaming. My I do. I do think Kelechi should be. I, I wanted he would be out of that game at all costs. I was screaming, bring in Hanacho for this guy. But can, can he play that um, deeper position? Because there was because no I mean, you know, see, let, let's be factual here. I'm not. Um, I'm not trying to, you know, put so much hype on this particular guy. But except we want to turn a blind eye at it. Oyeka has really been a powerhouse at that midfield. He, he, Power. He's, yes, he's been marking all around now. Okay. Honestly, he's maybe, been marking all maybe around. Maybe are watching two different football. Ah, uh, well, maybe. But Oyeka, Oyeka had the most tackle in midfield. Oyeka, you are not making mistakes. Oyeka, so. that's why I say stats is always different from reality. No, no, maybe no, it's no, what no. I'm watching. I'm maybe I watch is different. Oh, yeah, start. Maybe what I watch is different. Absolutely. Oyeka did not yeka anything. He did not yeka anything. But then, there's always room for improvement. He did better than. He, came, he did better he than did what he did against Equatorial Guinea. Uh-huh. Really I will take that. I will take really that he did better than what he did against Equatorial Guinea. Now I know why um, he doesn't really start for Brentford. Now I know why because I, I've seen him and I'm like, oh, oh there's no. nothing much. And now, yes, and, and now, now I know why the likes of Ndidi we always come back. If he's fit today, we come back oh, and bench him. Yes. Yes. I've seen everything now. Let, so that is where I'm coming from. His passes are really poor, no doubt about that. But I know for sure that if you bring Ianacho yesterday, with the way he was marking around yesterday, we probably would not need to be in that midfield anymore. Another thing, we are just experimenting. Another thing people need to know with midfielders like Franco Yeka is that they, they, they excel, they excel better, and the, the job they do becomes more conspicuous or becomes conspicuous if you have a midfielder that is able to pounce on the loose ball and, and make chances. something out of it. Honestly. So now all they need to do is to be the bulldog run around, cover ground, make tackles, do everything. But to complete a mere two-meter pass is not they, they, they might not be able to do it. So they need a midfielder who maybe plays as, as the modern uh, pivot or six or whatever we call it now and is able to pounce on the loose balls and make something out of it. That is just, I, I think, for, for Franco Yeka, that is, that is the kind of player he is. And that is what we don't have because we have a certain uh, Iwobi with due respect to him, is is a fine player on his day, but we have a certain Wobi who is not consistent enough in performances. In performances, he's not consistent enough. When before before at the time before he left Everton, we already liked he was that midfield. very well, Too very well. And then, then he got to Fulham, he was playing very well, he was scoring goals, yeah. and then he got to a point he just went off. And so he's not consistent enough. We need. I have no idea what you know. our scouting departments are doing. Mm-hmm. Or, or <laughs> Anyways, um, finally, before we leave um, 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 this um, Super Eagles talk, um, Faisal, I remember on Wednesday, me, you, and Desmond spoke about um, how Nigeria should approach that game, which was exactly what they did. And um, you know, and um, they stuck to the game plan, and eventually they were able to get a clean sheet. Um, is this the way forward? Should we just should we start treating all our opponents with respect and not say, oh yeah, can now only now we should be able to beat this ones now? Should we just come with a game plan, look at their game, study them? Because that was what they did against the Ivorians. They realized that a back four will not work. Do you understand? And they came up with a the system, they kept it tight. And in all of a sudden, the three departments that we thought were very, very poor that shaky going into the tournament. All of a sudden, you could even see the way they considered that goal against um, Equatorial Guinea. They were just bored watching the guy that made the assist, and you know the the the, the goal scorer came from nowhere. He took his chances well, so we were worried going into that game, and we spoke about it. You know, you know this um watching the opponents coming up with the tactics, and you know sticking to that tactics is that the way to go if you have to go find this tournament. Um, see, um, first thing is that 
I don't think it's wise for any team and, and the manager of any team to go into a game without you know knowing one or two things about the opponent team. I think that one is already a standard. It should be there. Now, maybe they should have a game plan against them. That one too is necessary. But of course, you should always have something else under your sleeve because when you are caught off guard. Now, a game like the game of Ivory Coast, we were so stern and you know clamoring on the fact that going to that game with the mindset that you don't want to lose because it is Ivory Coast and it is a game we cannot take chances on and it is a group stage game again when it comes to knockouts it wouldn't be like so uh, wise to go into games that you have to go with the mentality of okay this time we need to win because it is knockout there is no option you don't, or you don't want to play penalties you get except you're taking, yourself taking in your, position. your team are very good at the penalty department that okay you can your keepers can get to save some or your players will score more that, that aside that i think yeah, every other game should come with a bit of mixed ideas you know have a plan we are going down to win but you, you probably get a goal like Amos was saying about um managing the game mm, you probably get a goal early and you see that this team seems to be rockwellers mm-hmm. out there to to hit you yeah. up anyhow yeah know how to you know switch things up and guard your house because whether i like it or not ugly or not the win is a win true 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 anyways uh we spent enough time speaking about the super egos and it's just because we want to give them their audience and i hope the audience have been um, well given uh, but then <laughs> like we said earlier uh afghan actions continue today and um cape verde were leading 2-0 um against mozambique um, um earlier but then there's a cracker by 6 pm um defending champion senegal uh the battle cameroon and now uh, i'll give the face gambia uh, by 9 pm tomorrow it's algeria versus burkina faso by 3 pm mauritania versus angola by 6 pm um, while tunisia will be looking for maximum points as they face mali uh, by 9 pm uh, on sunday morocco play the Congo by 3 pm zambia uh, face tanzania uh, by 6 pm while south africa will be looking for all three points against namibia uh, by 9 pm of course the the, the big match is um, senegal cameroon 3-0, Cape Verde 3-0, okay, cool. Uh, that's the latest result. Cape Verde versus Mozambique 3-0. See better out. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, Senegal, Cameroon. Uh, Cameroon for audio, Nana and Nana talk. Uh, the, the private jets, the, I don't understand. Anyways, all those things have been put aside. This girl wants to say they are a team, they are together. Against Senegal, the defending champion, how do you guys see this one playing? Now, this is Cameroon surviving. Uh, I think the odds are against Senegal. The odds are against Senegal for one major reason. The, the tournament has not always been a nice or favorable to defending champions in recent times. So um, Senegal being wary of that and trying to do everything they can to avoid that, they want to take this game as the final. To them it's a final before a final because you're playing a certain Cameroon who are very experienced uh, 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 playing the AFCON as well, they are one of the most successful teams uh, in the competition in terms of uh, uh, the amount of times they won it. So you're playing against the top side and you're a defending champion, you know you have a history of defending champions not doing well in the next competitions against you. So it's going to be a cracker, anything can happen, anything can happen, anything should be expected and I, I expect a, an amazing game, mm. an amazing and beautiful game of football in that one. Yeah, uh, because of our time, there are also matches the likes of um, Tunisia, who lost against um, Namibia. Um, 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 what's it called? Um, South Africa, 
as well. <laughs> we lost to Mali and um, uh, um, Algeria are the former champions who dropped points against Angola. Should be look, they'll be looking for maximum points um, this week. Angola, Algeria play Burkina Faso who won with a late late penalty from Bertrand Bram Traore um, uh, in their last match. Um, they have three points so they'll be going into that game calmer unlike Algeria who needs um, to win and get um, into the four point position. Tunisia needs to just put points on board because um, they were stunned by Namibia and of course South Africa for all the Pesitao uh, doings. Um, he did not do well at all. Surprising. <laughs> Mali, Mali they will be playing. They will be playing in Namibia that defeated um, um, Tunisia. So I'm sure Namibia will go into that game without fear. Yeah. See if we can do it against Tunisia. Um, let's do it one more time against South Africa and qualify for the knockout stage. So, um, uh, guys, uh, do you see these three teams getting uh, maximum points in their games? For me, I, I, I think Tunisia should. Nigeria may have a bit of. Um, bit of bone to deal with because Burkina Faso can be stubborn. It can be very stubborn. Mm. So but I think Tunisia would, would, would get it done. I think they should get it done. Because mm. South Africa no 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 levels. Algeria maybe. Tunisia will get it done. I, I don't I don't think I don't think Tunisia should get it done. They are playing Burkina Faso. Yes. Right? No, no. Tunisia, Tunisia, is playing playing Tunisia is playing Mali. Tunisia is playing Mali. Yeah. So you cannot look down. I said I think. Don't look down. I said I think. I said I think we should get it done. Honestly, let's go for Chelsea. Tunisia was just stunned. I didn't watch the game, but I watched some highlights, some some clips of the Tunisia Mali. Yeah, highlights. Would change your name to the highlights, man. You cannot watch all the games now. You just cannot. You cannot. But the truth is, the truth is. Tunisia were not particularly um, bad against Namibia. They were, they were not. not. They were I not saw bad. that game. They were not bad. They were uh, bad. At the end of the day, point is the main. They, they came out <laughs> yes, of that. They came out of that game. If they maintained the worst side, the they were not bad, but they came out worse agreed, because agreed, they didn't get the point from agreed, the game. The match could have been ended 2 0. You know, and now you're playing against the man who knows this competition. I think Algeria is playing Burkina Faso. Yes. You cannot. This is this is the Burkina Faso that the last time we won the competition we played the final against. Of course, that's why I said Burkina Faso can so, be very stubborn. Burkina Faso, they are not they cannot be very stubborn. They know this competition. They know this competition. And whenever they've come to the competition, they are not. And that's one thing Algeria, about Nigeria will be looking to um, they had a very poor, a very poor Afcon last time around in Cameroon, so they'll be looking to ride that run. And don't um, forget, and they they're coming into that from that last Afcon. They were defending champions. Yes, they were defending champions. And that is the curse we're talking about, mm. <laughs> for Senegal. So it is something that Senegal themselves are weary of. So I don't think, I don't think all the, the Tunisia or Algeria have anything. South Africa. Yeah. Quick, quick one before we finally go to other um, European football, and we are not going to waste time at all. So we we'll just take us and leave. Um, let's talk about the use of VAR. You see, I don't know how these um, international or FIFA competitions, I don't know how they do it and they use VAR so well. Uh, but then, kudos must be given to them. And um, for AFCON of all places, where we know um, how, you know, not even controversy, how pressure on referee um, can be seriously intense, you know. And for them, the use of VAR, in fact, it was even VAR that gave us the penalty yesterday. Yeah. The, the, the do you know the pressure? Really do you know the, do you know the pressure that the referee was on? Do you know the pressure that the referee was on yesterday to give a penalty against the old station and the, for them to make that decision and to make the correct decision? See, guys, Straight let's talk about the use of VAR at Afcon and let us compare it to England. Let's what is going on? Let's because I think, they had some people come here and say um, they don't like VAR. 
me i've, I've always been a, 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 a see if you have suffered major decisions from from referee you will appreciate the use of VAR. Sure, you understand. If not for the use of VAR yesterday, they wouldn't have gotten the three points we have yesterday. So that's exactly why I wanted VAR in the first place. But the way they use VAR in the Premier League is so frustrating that oh, you say you don't then, want VAR anymore. Then, then. So commendations must be given to CAF. Please, CAF. CAF. Compensation. African football. Why are, you, why are you saying it like no. we were expecting it not to be? No, we were here on Wednesday. We, talk, we spoke no, about no. our web, we talking about, about, uh, about the, the penalty English. that should have been given to well, Liverpool well, you, because of Odega down ball. And he was trying to. We've, you've been here and you're talking about the, the, the guy in the bad situation saying he doesn't want to put him, his mate uh, yeah. under pressure. Yeah, that, so, what, so, so yes. So, so how do they use VAR in World Cups, the Champions League, even in the Italian Serie and you know, some other good leagues? And why is it different in the Premier League? They are making it seem as if VAR doesn't work or VAR cannot work with the you contentious know. decisions week in, week out in the Premier League. It is, it is, becoming, it is becoming obvious every day that VAR is not the problem. That, that the Premier League is actually is the a money league. Right? Now, for everything, for everything we throw stones at the Saudi Pro League for, we are accepting with the English Premier League because, of course, it is the most popular league in the world. A lot of our teams play in that competition however if we take a deeper look at it without sentiment we take off our uh, sentimental glasses now <laughs> and look at it uh, clearly you'll understand that the premier league is a money league that is the only reason why the var will be given to pgmol in the first place the var is an is, is a technology that has the capacity to function independently and I think we've, we've spoke, seen that. We spoke about this. We've seen that happen we spoke about this. many yeah, times no, before. We've seen it happen many times before that, at the yeah. World Cup. Now at the World Cup, the referee did not even need. The referee did not need to do anything. The VAR makes the decision, right? They they update the referee on the decision. And what does the referee do? He points to the spot if it's a penalty. He cancels it if it's not. It is that simple. Even for very rare occasions, they, they advise the referee to go to the to monitor. To go to the, to the monitor. Even for offside situations, it is more. No, that is automated. It is more it's like automated. it is more like the automation of the goal line technology yeah. and the offside situation yeah. at the last World Cup. Yeah. So yeah. even when when we were watching the World Cup, we did not see the referee go to the screens many times. Mm -hmm. No, because it shows us that the VAR has the capacity to function independently without very little human interference now for the epl you take the VAR and you give it to humans you take a technology and you give it to humans you know that whatever is in the hands of humans is flawed because humans are flawed and technology is built to function with very little flaw for a fit for optimized the, the functionality now you put that in the hands of humans and so it is what we are not looking at that is what we are not saying that the premier league is a money league and if the super if the super league comes up and this saudi the, the saudi pro league are able to sustain this developmental strive over the next half decade the Premier League will, will have to be, there, there will be problems in the Premier League. I think we I'll spoke about uh, what the Premier League need to do. They need to give this um, VAR um, representation to an independent body yeah, outside the PGM. Uh, uh, maybe it will help them. And I think that is what is actually happening on the international scene. So I've mentioned this because it's not really making any sense that, you know, this same set of people that you feel like they were making controversial decisions, 
these people are not blind. Let's be factual. Most of the time, they see things themselves. They just look away. They now think, okay, if you have to slow it down, you know, delay their decision, put a screen in front of them, in front of them makes it a different ball game. No, it doesn't. Mm. We would make a wrong decision. We make it regardless. Not True. all the decisions were mistakes. True. Some of them were intent. True. They knew what they were doing. They just wanted to make. In the case of they have made. So yeah. putting it under yeah, the, the putting it under situation has been has been something that I look at. You people are you tricking us? Because why? It's supposed to be. If I will look at the I mean, decision as clear, they need to I'm still making wrong decisions. They need decision. to employ new set of reference. He beatings. He beatings. He beatings. You know the funny thing is, they really do not need someone with plenty of experiences to do these things. Just know the basics and put them in front of the screen. They, they, no, they, 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 no, not a lot of experience. That, that, that's the fact, by the way. Two things. You know the basics and you are unbiased. You know the See. basics, you are not sentimentally attached to anything. You know the basics, you are not there in support of anything. Now, as, as a neutral person, it makes it very easy for you to make decisions that the ones with affiliations will consider controversial. Mm. Whether affiliations to their mate or affiliations to their boyhood club or affiliations to this and that, what they will consider controversial as a neutral person, it will be easy for you. And that is what the Premier League needs to do because it is becoming too chaotic just too chaotic you cannot say a league is the most popular in the world that is one of the reasons why people don't buy the idea of saying the premier league is the best league in the world mm-hmm. because if if a league is supposed to be the best league in the world it is it, be it ought to be it ought to be the epitome of everything that every other league wants to be if at all it didn't even get to be the epitome on all aspects the refereeing aspect should be golden. Honestly, because the refereeing aspect one, should be golden. Because the they are key in, the in them choosing their champions. Yes, no. So the refereeing aspect should be golden. The refereeing aspect is key to them choosing their champions. It is key to them choosing the teams that represent that represent them in Europe. So you know that anybody that is coming. We don't get to see most of these English referees. Look at what Anthony Taylor did at the Europa League. Look at what he did at the Europa League final. Look at what he did. They brought their they are local mess to the European to the European state. Anyways, let's did. let's let's just move forward a bit. Shout out to Afconva. I want to make you feel They are showing the EPL how it should be done. Maybe they should contract it to the Confederation of African Football and let them make one or let them show them one or two on how to do. After they say we don't know how to do things in Africa, we are showing people. They are showing people who is boss. Look at our football, slick passing, see goals everywhere, see, see, see soccer. African football is... See, see, see soccer. That's really... Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, 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 uh, we see uh, Bordeaux host um, Nice, Nantes play Laval, uh, Rodez face Monaco, PSG travel to Orlin, um, Clermont battle Strasbourg, um, Sochaux um, host Rennes, Toulouse travel to um, Rennes, and um, Rennes go head to head with um, Marseille, the German Bundesliga, Borussia Dortmund travel to FC Cologne, um, Freiburg host Hoffenheim, it's Pokemon versus um, Stuttgart, Darmstadt um, versus Frankfurt, FC Heidenheim versus Wolfsburg, Borussia Mönchengladbach battle Augsburg, Arabian League host Lovely, that's Bayern Leverkusen, Adi Red Bull Arena, I'm um, um, reigning champions Bayern Munich, well, Come, um, Werder Bremen to the Alliance Arena. So, the title race continue this summer um, weekend. Um, Leverkusen away at Leipzig and um, Bayern Munich at home um, against um, 
Werder Bremen. Um, Leverkusen, stuff of champions. Do you see them doing it against Leipzig? Because I felt Leipzig is going to give them all the space to play. And looking at the I think I'm seeing a Bayern Leverkusen win. And these are these are the kind of games that determine if you really have the onions champion you have the, I can't say the word on air. You you know yeah. the ones that they use for yeah. rugby. So <laughs> you know that, that that means you know. So it, these are the kind of games that actually determines if a team are not just playing if they really have the credentials they really mm. have what yeah. it takes to yeah. be champions and and i've seen leverkusen um, done so in over previous over. games coming into games like this and getting points not maximum points but a point keeping their 100 percent record alive and also picking a point they're still unbeaten though they're still unbeaten keeping that record keeping that record Manchi. alive and still getting the point. So playing against Leipzig, <laughs> Leipzig are that just like you said, they are the kind of team that will leave a lot of spaces for you to run into. They will attack you as well. And we know we know uh Leverkusen to be able to attack spaces. They know how to play passes into those spaces. And it, of course it is Leipzig. They are not going to sit back. They are not playing against a deep lane team. Mm-hmm. They are playing against a team that gives you spaces to run into, but also are very good at identifying spaces behind your exactly, own back line, exactly, running into exactly. them and taking their chances exactly, when they get them. So exactly. it is going to be an exciting exactly. game. And I can't wait for what, thing it, what I can it has to say about that game is that except something else happens with football, that game is a goal game. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's a, a goal rush. Yeah, <laughs> it's a goal rush. Honestly, it's a goal rush. 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 It's no, we are not. We are just saying for how good Leverkusen have been this season. They are the favourites going that, into that that's game. That's why we are saying Leipzig are going hurt. to score goals. And we are saying Leipzig too can help Leverkusen. Let's not sit on the air of your people. <laughs> <laughs> like, ignore the signs. Ignore the signs. Ignore the signs. Go, go, go. You know, because we're, eh? Disclaimer. Our heart clean. Forget. Anyways, the match between Mainz and Union Berlin was postponed due to extreme and freezing conditions. But then last night, result from the Italian Super Cup semi-final. So, Napoli. Claim a comfortable 3-0 win over Fiorentina thanks to Giovanni Simeone and Alessio Zebins have doubled tonight in Tamilan uh, battle Lazio in the other semi-final and the final is to be played on Monday and the Italian Serie A return um, this weekend as well as Roma without um, Jose Mario welcome Verona to the Stadio Olimpico AC Milan travel to Odinese it's Frosinone versus Cagliari Empoli versus Monza and Salernitana host of Genoa a white title chasing Juventus um, travel to um, Lecce. Um, the Super Cup is being played in Saudi Arabia. But then, um, quick one the um, Super Cup. Uh, um, Napoli are into the final. If they can win this one, at least they will have something this season. But then, Inter Milan is there. I think they are back to back Super Cup uh, champions. And they will be playing Lazio. And Mauricio Sari doesn't really fancy the competition. And uh, Inter Milan has already beaten them once this season. Um, Away at the Stadio Olimpico 2 0, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, so uh, they will be playing Lazio. So we expect Inter Milan at the final on paper to play the final with um, um, Napoli, which promises to be an interesting one. But for Napoli, all season you will still be banking on Inter Milan to, to do it back to back to back. Exactly. But then, um, Juventus in the Serie they are back. Roma without Jose Moreno, things to look forward to, um, in the Serie this weekend. 
I don't know. I feel like Roma without Mourinho, they play Verona. It will, it will be interesting to see. Would they be beating now? It will be. It will be interesting to see how um, Roma. This man go It will be interesting to see how Roma will do because um, I want, we want to hear the comment. Oh, Mourinho was the problem. Oh, Mourinho wasn't the problem. We'll see how that goes. But whatever that would be, it would be after they play the game. So I don't really have much comment. It's about Juventus, honestly. I am excited on behalf of Allegri. I mean, he, if there's any manager that has really proven that me, I can do it, it is Allegri. Because he did it the first time, tongues were wagging. Oh, Allegri, he rode on the glory of Conte. No doubt about the fact that he did, you know, um, built on something. He saw Conte's idea. Oh, he improved on it. He got to two Champions League finals, won the final. same. I mean, it is very sad and pathetic for people to want, just want to snatch the all of that glory away from him because I've heard people say a lot of things that Allegri is a, Allegri is a defensive manager is this, is that, he doesn't do a lot it was Juventus because it was Conte but look at him, Juventus were sinking and look and at Conte fact, they almost sunk and look at Conte <laughs> and let's, not, let's not also forget let's and not forget to give kudos to the Juventus board if you have, if you have a manager who is doing something it is quite important for the board as well to be in line. He has covered the, the board's um, blushes a lot. You know, because if, if the board had sacked him when Juve were going through all that, we'll not be saying the same thing we're saying about uh, uh, Max Allegri today. Now, we'll not also, we might not also be saying the same thing we're saying about the Juventus board today as well. Mm-hmm. So, it is also as, as much as it is quite important to give kudos to so Max Allegri for what yeah, he has done, yeah, it's also important to give kudos to the board as well. For what course, they have done, course, because because if we are going to talk about it, he started by saying, um, they will say, oh, it was Mourinho. The problem was Mourinho. The this was Mourinho. The that. Mm-hmm. If a manager comes into a team, gives you the first title in 17 years, your first ever European title, takes you to back to back European final. Whether we like it or not, he has left a team that they can improve on. Do you understand? So whoever comes in and do you, do well with Roma has to give. Yonios, same thing. Took you to back to back European finals. I see what you did there. You know, and he's just five points. Let's not five forget. He's just five points away from the top four. Before that sack, he was five points oh, like just... away from the top four. Before that sack. So <laughs> we have to give kudos to the to the board of, of Juventus as well. Yeah, because yeah, if, yeah, if yeah, it wasn't yeah. the board, Juve the, the, the might still be in that mess today because they would have changed multiple managers mm-hmm. and it would have been difficult for the managers to get well, the I think what really happened with the Juventus board was that, you know, they, they didn't have really have much options and then when they brought Allegri back they were already at the down level you know and of course Allegri also struggled but they maybe I, I just think maybe they, what, what came to their mind is that we can't just say this guy cannot do it because he has been there he- Anyways, um, let's uh, move on to our result from the Copa del Rey's um, round of 16. Um, that's what Celta Vigo beats Palencia 3 1. Real Sociedad that defeated Osasuna 2 0. Um, Girona also defeated Rafa Vallecano um, 3 1. Alvaro Gomez opener was cancelled by Ferran Torres. Um, Jules Kunde and um, Alejandro Baldi 
as a Barcelona did come from behind to beat our video on Instagram, there's Salamanca. I'm 3 1 away. Well, uh, the Madrid Derby at the Wanda Metropolitano um, saw Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid battle to a 2 2 draw after um, regulation time, but extra time goals from Antoine Griezmann and um, Rodrigo Requeme helped Atletico knock out um, rivals Real Madrid um, 4 2. Um, <laughs> Barcelona scared their fans yesterday. Yeah, they scared, they scared uh, a lot of people. Uh, I have a friend of mine that was behind on Barcelona 1.14 or 2. He wanted to cry. <laughs> <laughs> last game, man. I said, yeah, no, no. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> the guy called me I was shouting that. What is wrong Barcelona? <laughs> Barcelona, like, you did Barcelona, but this man is a Liverpool fan. I said, what's your business with Barcelona? He don't sell lever. He don't sell lever. But then, for oh, all the old Barcelona, oh, the, 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 the key match of that round is the Atletico Madrid. Oh, yeah, and um, we hear that uh, there was reportedly abuse of um, racial abuse of Vinicius Junior outside yes. the Wanda Metropolitano. But that doesn't take anything away from the pitch. I'm sure Atletico Madrid will be licking their lips and be very, very happy mm-hmm. to not cry Madrid after the like, Copa del Rey. It's more like a revenge of yeah. the match they played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but for, 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 I just want to talk about Antoine Griezmann. Um, make a hash up for that decision. Um, leaving Atletico Madrid in the first place, went to Barcelona, tried. Um, it didn't really happen for him. Did his best, uh, but then came back to Atletico Madrid, and you know, um, you know, played himself back into the hearts um, of um, the Atletico Madrid fans. Um, is this something that you are, Felix, your boy, can mirror? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't mirror it because when um, Antoine left here, he did not. You know, he left. And he was able to um, preserve that respect they had for him. He didn't go and you know from away away from home and messed everything up. Let's not forget the fact that Antoine left with a possibility of not even going back because he was bought. Unlike you are a Felix star, you would still go back whether or not, except they signed you in a transfer that didn't have a obligation to buy. You left and you were saying a lot of trashes. Whether he, he didn't really there. say much though. He uh, was just giving them something. Whether he subtle. gets there, it was just subtle. Whether he gets there and become a better of Fernando Torres. <laughs> I don't want to know except the fans. I know, I know, I know people. Uh, let's go by that the fans. Can, they can be very petty. Yeah, they don't <laughs> and, and that's just the thing they won't forget. People that bought um, Torres jersey. I don't know how true that was, I, but I, I heard they bought his jersey I, when I think, they moved. I think so. The, <laughs> it can be a lot though. <laughs> The Antoine Griezmann situation was in favor of Atletico when he left actually because they needed that money and they sold him because they needed that money and because he wanted to move to Barcelona as well. But they got the money they needed and when it was time for him to come back when it wasn't happening, the doors were open to him. Don't forget, they did not pay half as much as they got from Barcelona. To have him yeah, by the they were bringing him on, or when he gets a certain minute, take him off. I don't know because yes, because the there was a clause in the contract. Yeah. Then they, they did all that, and this is a player that did not see anything wrong with any of it. He did not protest any of that, even in games where he was he was having a good time. They will take him out. Simeone will call him 
and he will uh, take him off. I, I won't, he didn't I won't, protest I won't that. I don't believe. Maybe he knew, he knew all that. I don't know and how. Why would it may be possible? And he has got to the level now that he has got to the level now that he has most goals for the club now. Is 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 an undisputed legend of that team. Absolutely, and nothing can take anything away from that legendary status of Antoine, of Antoine Griezmann, mm-hmm. of Atletico Madrid, mm-hmm. and he did it again in that game against Real Madrid. Yeah. Where where else to do the game to do that if not the, the Madrid derby in the semi final for that? Yeah, so yeah, he's a very good player that he still can look up to. Yeah, he does how to show that. He knows how to deliver when when he needs it. It's also that player who doesn't doesn't get injured. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah very, he's extremely very, very reliable. Yeah, very, very reliable. And he might not score. But the kind of but the kind of football that let's go Madrid played though is amazing that he doesn't get injured out. Yeah, for the number of minutes I played that. Very physical, honestly. I think one of the problems we really had at Barcelona is even that I. When he, his second spell at Atletico makes me feel like he strikes me like this kind of player that he likes to be the shoulder of the team. I think maybe he tries better if he's the shoulder. Of the I think team. he just accepted the responsibility and yeah, he's just trying. It's, 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 I think it's, it's a matter of he didn't ask for it. Like it was just so done because the the Coke's and the Gavi's left. Yeah. And you know, uh, the Coke's. But know, when, when he was there the first time too, he was always, but he wasn't. There. But there were leaders in that team outside him. He was he just was doing his thing. But now. You know the honors is on them to just you know and like chairman they don't come back oh yeah and then come <laughs> across you get stuff, stuff like that so anyways um uh, we do have the Spanish La Liga that returned this weekend as well um Villarreal battle at Let's Go Bilbao um um Celta Vigo Real Sociedad um Deportivo Alavés versus Cadiz Real Vallecano versus Las Palmas Osasuna versus Etafe um defending champions Barcelona travel to Real Betis. Our log leaders, Girona, they host Sevilla. Our Real Madrid welcome Almeria to the Santiago Bernabeu. Straightforward, expect straightforward wins from all these teams. Um, Girona against Sevilla. Sevilla have not been that um, worst form of. Worst so, form I've seen them in recent years, man. Real Madrid, Almeria, we expect yeah. them to. Trash. To, to beat um, and, um, Barcelona um, traveling to Real Betis. That'll be a tricky one, though. For, 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 for Barcelona. For, for Barcelona. Yeah. We have uh, Manuel Pellegrini, coach of. Robert is, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, Atletico Bilbao, though, they seem to be informed. Uh, Villarreal seems to not be informed. So, that seems to be. I don't think it's a tricky game. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that Villarreal Bilbao is a tricky game because you remember what we were saying that last time about Bilbao. I think they've been really, really um, compact. They know how to, you know, um, move. They know how to move exactly in the game you get. So, with Bilbao, it is what you bring that will determine what you get. If Bilbao sees that you are slack in anywhere, ah, don't worry, they will pounce. But if you try to be ruthless from the beginning, they know how to, you know, calm themselves down. This one they will kill us, you know, whatever it is they can get from the game. Anyways, um, Wednesday results from the FA Cup tour um, round replay. So I'm not Nam Forest, uh, who almost straight away two goal lead, uh, but uh, did manage to get um, Edge Blackpool 3 2 in extra time. Um, Norwich City did come from behind to be Bristol Rovers um, 3 1 um, away. While Everton defeated Crystal Palace 1 0, a good simple thanks to Andre Gomez, uh, first half goal. But then the English Premier League, uh, March Day 21, that started last week, continues this weekend as um, Arsenal. Welcome Crystal Palace and to the Emirates Stadium in a London Derby. Um, the return of Ivan Tony. Uh, we'll see Brentford host Nottingham Forest. Um, Sheffield United battle West Ham Bramall Lane. Our uh, leaders Liverpool. And um, they travel to the Vitality Stadium 
to face our domination against Bournemouth. If you know, you do. Arsenal, Crystal Palace, do. They need to win. They need to win. They need to win. No long talks. They need to win. A win or a lot of questions. Uh, obviously, <laughs> a win or a lot of questions, and this is well, not just about their performances. This, I'm, I, 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 no, no, no. Crystal Palace is going to win. They need to win. They need to win. A lot of questions. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. What did you say? They are not a team that. This is not a team that is trying to win. This is a team that is trying to preserve their identity and back to back champions. So this is this is coming from the point that a lot of questions that this is not even about. Maybe they will win the league or not. It becomes um, a question of what is really wrong with the squad because Palace is not informed. And if they should drop half point, questions will start flying, even from opposing teams. Because I mean, if every team will just see that, ah, uh, are you acting? Are you acting oblivious? Are you trying to feign ignorance in fact that Arsenal has already lost? Uh, it, it, it's fear factor. Arsenal doesn't have that fear factor. You don't anymore. get. I I understand what you're saying, but you know, if they can get the statement win against Crystal Palace, which me I'm expecting for them to salvage what is happening to them at the moment. If they can't get it, it means it wasn't the situation, and people would see it like Crystal Palace. Who are like, the people now? Crystal when when Chelsea when Chelsea was playing the Forest, <laughs> we were on this show now, and I said, ah, it is like. It is like uh, Forest playing uh, Bournemouth or something. I said the same at United. And what happened in the second leg? Uh, uh, Forest United. United lost. I said it on this show. They said no. It is not like that. You cannot say United. United lost two one. And that is just the way it is. Arsenal does not have their fair factor anymore. Palace are not the team in form, right? That's but Palace point, can still man. go there and hurt you. That is the way they That's are. Been. That's the way this Arsenal should be. not. So if you if you have lost you your fair factor, they are seeing you. Like they are playing, so you want to be believe, you want me to believe as out of form as Crystal Palace is, they see Arsenal as a team they can really hurt. At the Emirates, that's, that's, really, that's really gone bad. That's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be that bad yet. I know it's already at the bad state, but not getting maximum points. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> not Your getting to you. maximum <laughs> point. You will have to get you. We also get Palas. You said that you know, Arsenal has not been in that particular form. We know them to have been. We all agree that Arsenal is not having the energy they started. We know. But my point is. The Bukayo of Osaka and that is not Teams have found a way to play against them. So, what's the clips? What's the clips? What's the clips? They clips the likes of Saka and Martinelli. They found a way to play them. Gabriel Jesus is no more the Messiah. No, yeah, that's not. So he said, he said that he's not a goal scoring striker. I've never heard that before from Martinelli. What, what is a goal scoring striker? Where are we striker going? I'm not a goal scoring striker. He wants to form them, Bobby. He's an assist provider. He's not a striker. I had an argument with my brother. Don't let me call it an argument because I was just doing what Arsenal fans do. I was that. Just saying, it was coming. Yes, I was just saying. So Arsenal fans come. He was lightning. I don't like Gabriel Jesus. To Femio. I looked at him like, <laughs> bro, what's wrong with you, man? Like, boy, again, I swallowed it, sir. Like, well, you're an Arsenal fan. Well, you're an Arsenal fan, and I walked past. Because, but there's, there, while there's a similarity there, though, you cannot totally dismiss it. There's a similarity there now. That Femio does not score a lot of goals, too. Maybe. Oh, compared, compared to. Compared no, why? What, what, what Femio? Um, um, 
did for Liverpool was uh, bring the likes of Mane and Salah into the equation, which helped them score more goals he than himself. Gets, so that is what that is what you want to claim. That is why I said no, 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 no. In as much, why this In as much that I'm just trying to point out the similarities. That is Jesus. No, no, no. He's doing the same thing with Martinelli. The only reason he's trying to do it. No, no, no. He's doing it. The only reason why the only reason why we are not giving Gabriel his flowers now is because Martinelli and Saka are not putting in the numbers goals. As uh, uh, Mane and Mane will yeah, do. Yeah, that is yeah, just because if yeah, you there's a similarity it, there. If you compare it to Firmino, Firmino was he was the point man in Tech that us. in that in that team. Right? But, but, but then, have you, have you guys looked at it from the angle that there would be a way Firmino was doing this thing that was making it easier for Saka and for Salah. And money to get this goal. No, it's Salah, just, it's just a player. Salah and Bani are better players than Martinelli and Saka. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. No, 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 no. So, no, 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 no. You know what? You guys don't say that. You guys don't say that. You're trying to undermine Femio's brilliance. No, 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 we are not on that. Okay, okay. This is it. This is Switch the players. Switch the players. Switch the players. That's my question. Switch the players. You know when it goes on. I can step on your neck. Wait first. No. We will give you Gabriel Jesus to the midst of. Salah and Mani now. They will score. They will score. They will score. They will score. So much. So much. It will be. It will be like you will not be giving the props. It will be. to Firmino now to Jesus. No, it will be. Ah, we did. We will. It will. Because he did this thing at Man City now. He did this thing at Man City now. Players around him score. He did this thing at Man City now. Players around him score. There's receipts now. No, 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 no. Let me take. Let me take the L on this. But I know for sure that. I know for sure that Mr. Jerry and Amos are just being nice to Aston. Okay. Like I'm saying, I'm not saying um, Gabriel Jesus and Femi. I'll pick Femi. Me, I, I'm a fan of Bobby Femi. I, I like Femi. Right I like Femi. So I'm coming money. from that sentimental aspect because I like Femi. Sure, you understand? So I felt uh, I'll pick Femi. But like I said, Musala and Mane are better players than Martinelli. Oh, okay, okay let's not so, the situation of so Femi. Whoever you put there, Martinelli, would they have made them? Who better now? They will not they score will. as much goals. Yeah, yeah, but would they do better than they are doing with yeah. Jesus right now? That's what I'm saying. If you put Firmino, yeah, in the midst of Saka, man. They will not. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, pass, so those boys are not poor. I don't even know. They are not poor. You can't compare. Those guys are better players than those two guys. So my problem here is that the way you guys are saying it, it now seems like, okay. Jesus is almost doing what Wait, Premier is let me, doing. Let me give you a clear example. That, those guys are just let me give you a clear fucking it up. You're so, playing, uh, come you're on, playing, <laughs> messing it up. Messing it up. You're playing Saka, who's an academic graduate at Arsenal. Yeah. And Martinelli, who is just almost the same, right? And you're comparing that to a Mosala that, that came to England, left England, to Italy, to from, I think from Fiorentina to Roma, yeah. right? And tore up the league in Italy. Came back to England as a matured player. I think he came back at the age of 25 or so or 26. And then you have you have a second Sadio Mane who who still has the record for the fastest hat trick in the Premier League, by the way. He went, from, he went from Southampton playing in the league in the EPL. A, a, a more mature player, an older player compared to these two guys, with Firmino, and they are scoring. And now you want to compare that to yeah, Martinez? Yeah, yeah, now. My bad. I'm giving you. But wait, come to think of it now. In that analysis of Amos, makes me wonder why Arsenal would have thought they would have won the league. 
If they have done it last season, won't be here saying all this. But they didn't do it. They are still in the race. They are still in the in the race this season. In the race to finish, to finish top four. Calm down, calm down. Well, let's see what happens with Crystal Palace. Calm down. I'll be glad though. Calm down. Calm down. Um, to be a, I mean, to be a part of this conversation before we leave here, I mean, uh, you can call us at zero seven zero two five 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 one zero four five zero seven zero two and five 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 one zero four five. Want to send up text messages to us with your name and location, and uh, you can do that by sending your um. Um, take to zero eight zero two two um nine nine one zero four five zero eight zero two two nine nine um one zero four five. Okay, uh, we do have uh, our first call. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah. Good evening, sir. Who am I speaking with? This is um, Mr. Daniel from Mr. Daniel. Yes. All right. Thank you for joining us on Talk About Talks for your contribution. Yes. Nigeria number 21 guy, what is his name? The guy that plays there was number 21. Um, Calvin Bassey. Calvin Bassey? Yes, yeah, but the name was, the name of the church was not, um, Bassey. It's not Bassey. Uh, but we, 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 we'll check that and, um, we'll, we'll get back to it. Check that out. Please let me check who wore that number 21 and, um, you know, um, get, get, get back to him. Alright, the number to still call 0702 I'm one zero. Tell us your take. Super Eagles won yesterday. Hey, come and drag us. <laughs> come and drag us. I'll be talking about a lot of stuff as well. So, um, do that by calling us on 0702-555-1045. Now, you can let your calls start coming in. Now, not when we want to close the show, that's where you guys start calling in. Not be as if I don't want to pick your calls. Please, um, the earlier the better. This is, we were able to throw the phone lines open earlier. So, now we are doing that now. So, please, if you want to call in, the time to call in is now. Not when they are about to close the show. Please. Ah, thank you. Hello. 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 Yes. Good evening. Yeah. Who am I speaking with? Hello. Hello. Okay. All right. Not about to send your SMS to zero zero two two nine nine one zero four five zero zero two two nine nine one zero four five. So it has been confirmed. The number is uh, uh the number twenty one for the Super Eagles is Calvin Bassi. Maybe he was trying, maybe he's trying to get the person that wore 11. Calvin Bassi. 21 is Calvin Bassi. 21 is Calvin Bassi. Plays for Fuller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Ah, uh, see, don't mind my brother. I beg, no vex. He's just been an Arsenal fan. He's just been an Arsenal fan. Don't worry. He's just been an Arsenal fan. I understand. They can be like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
In his defense, though, it's not like he was saying Jesus. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, he was just trying to like him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, guys. Yeah. What is the video doing yesterday that made him deserve the man of the match? Who? What's he I don't know what he did, though. His, his energy was there, but I think I would have given it to Basi. Oh, who would you have given the man of the match to? If you, if you didn't want to give it to Simasi. Somebody from the defense. Sorry, guys. Eh? Even Olai now. Olai now. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Olai now works for me. Nah, 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 nah. The oil, the work. The oil, the work. Thank you for calling me, Timothy. Alright, thank you for calling Timothy. I was equally disturbed about that. I was in my boat case, we won. Because I felt online or Calvin Bassett deserved better. Calvin was really good. We don't care. Yeah, Mr. Daniel. So we've confirmed. I have you noticed that I asked, say, when Saka painted his head, he lost from. Saka, B. Yes, Saka was after that. He painted his head, that is when he lost from. Don't you think that um, the amount of games that Saka has played is what is telling on him? And this, don't forget, this guy is still a very young player. So he doesn't have the experience to deal with a situation like this. This is the first time that he's facing something like this in his career. And he has nothing to do with painting of hair, sir, in my opinion. <laughs> but I know you want to do a ball. I know you want to do a ball, so it's okay, it's allowed. <laughs> Thank you for calling, Mr. Daniel. Mr. Daniel wants to do a ball. He says because I can't paint the hair. That's why his phone was dropped. You can look into that, though. Call our teta. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Good evening, Mr. Jerry. Hey, Pastor Femi, all the way from Bobo. How are you doing, sir? Super Eagles won, oh, Pastor. They won. I'm not surprised you. Uh huh. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I will surprise you by complaining. Thank you, sir. Yeah, Super Eagles, Super Eagles, they won. I want you to talk about Super Eagles. Hello? I can hear you. I want you to talk about the Super Eagles. They won yesterday. They won. Yes, no, no, we should not rejoice. I Mm. 
Lord. Thank you so much, Pastor Femi. You're the way for more. Actually, actually, Pastor Femi has given here, yeah, here, yeah, here. Do not rejoice yet. I actually agree with him, anyways. So next time. Hello, you need to me. Philip, we are Marita! We never throw phone lines open now. You want to. This is the phone lines is open. You can talk now. But if you have the does it mean Now is the time to talk. Now is the time to talk. I don't want you to disrupt our reading. We were flowing there. So I wanted to cover the whole story first. So. Yes. Give them the audio so. Elephant. Elephant falling left, right, and center. If you don't understand elephant, think about it again. Can you speak up? We can barely hear you, bro. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. The result. Sorry. 
I tell you, those who do that, any time that after time they are faithful, you see their friends, you know, comparing their players. Let's just of the game. I want them to know that this player program and to ahead of them. Let it go now. Let it go. Let it go. This is this is something that was said by a section of your fans. It should not be tagged to all of them. Let it go. Let it go. You will never hear. You will never hear the likes of Mike the Governor say. Saka is better than Robert. You will never hear. So out of the people of like the likes of, you could never hear the likes of Mr. T. This is what I say. You will never even hear Sugar. You will never hear Sugar say it. This is the problem. No, please, because of these guys, don't tag all of them. You can hear Sugar say it. You can hear Sugar say it. You cannot hear I say it. This is the problem. This is the problem. The problem is that we it will be hard to just say it because of one section. Because if one section says another section says another one. Even the four different sections have been saying things that I'm sorry. You said what, that's what? Okay. Yeah, is it you're already behaving like that. Is it a fact that you don't want to say that? Like okay, I get, by that contest, fire down. All the way. <laughs> oh, <dear> God, KKDV. <laughs> you can't blame them. You see, they've been starved of quality for so long that um, you know they had to. I mean, when I Desmond, come and go. Come and go, Desmond, come and go. Wrap up, wrap up, Mr. Desmond. Come and go. The community sheet, come on. They won the community sheet. Of course. The big trophy. They say it's a major trophy. Thank you, that's what. That's what I like, Wala. Let me quickly read this message here. Um, I didn't give the Super Eagles a chance from day one because of the caliber of their manager, but I saw some tactical discipline. Uh, in their game yesterday, I think Finidi's influence came to the fore yesterday. They maintained their shape all through the game. The creative midfielder surely missed yesterday. I didn't. I think Osima didn't get much service. Maybe we dare to dream for them to make it to the semi-finals. I wish um, the team the best in the competition. I don't think anything can stand Senegal. Mr. Akin from Akure 
And um, I came from Macroses. Can you please explain why Super Eagles are struggling to get goals? Because I know I understand them, but I love the way they played yesterday. Anyways, as for Arsenal, they are still a contender in the league, but um, they can't win it. The fact that they may try again next season, Liverpool um, for the league. Okay, uh, let me quickly take this. Call. Hello, hello. <laughs> I can hear you. Apostle, do this if you want to do it. Don't hang it on Super Eagle 5 0. Thank you, sir, um, for that analysis. Alright, thank you, sir. Um, that's all the call we can take today on the show. Um, guys, your final take, let's leave here. Um, let's start for you. Anyways, um, it's been fun. It's been fun in the studio. Anyways, um, hopefully we'll get um, Spygoes to score more goals um, in their next match. And um, it's, I wish Sunshine stars the best of luck this weekend. I think that's all that will be all for me. We'll see you next week. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. Our time is fast spent. We have to leave this place. Um, Faisal, your final take. Uh, it's good. It's good to be here again. You know, fun as always. After I lost that wala. Especially when you get my bantas now, it makes the day, it makes the day better. As our fans, I love you guys, man. <laughs> you don't like love them. you guys, man. And yeah, my darling country, Nigeria. Like, like, like I, like I used to say, no matter how. Yes, man. I can't pick this. No matter how bad, no matter how bad the same year, it is always very, very joyful to see them win. I don't know, but I just always love. This super good. Honestly, I love seeing. But you don't like seeing us now. It's always a pleasure being here. The club football is back uh, in full swing. Everybody should watch football. And also, please, um, let's learn to um, find a way to put our passion in check. Of course, if you exactly. think you are all that passionate, go and invest. Okay? Mm. If you are not investing, cheap. Just, just keep your passion in check. Okay? Exactly. It's not, it's not worth nothing is worth um, hurting anybody or putting yourself in, in jeopardy mm. over just enjoy the game it is sport is entertainment for a reason mm-hmm. so enjoy it and, and let's let's just uh, uh, hope we get the best from the competition i mean the afcon yeah uh, the super eagles so yeah go, go yeah uh, uh that's um I'm just concluding on what Amos said i think we should understand that it is only a game so um <clears throat> while we, there's always a place for back and forth she understand we should understand that these things um it's just a game um, what the Super Eagles have done yesterday was they won, results-wise. And in as much as we give them grief all the time, I'm one of the people, if not the leading, the leading, the leading chairman, in dragging them wherever they drop points. I remember what they did against like, Burundi and that other team. They played one-one. You know, we, we called them out for serial. We've called them clueless. Uh, we talk about you know them not preparing well enough. We complained about the goalkeeping, goalkeeping department, the midfield and the defensive department. Only for these three departments to turn up yesterday, I we kept a clean sheet against the host nation. So please, and we spoke about when we were analyzing the game, we gave ample time in talking about the Super Eagles. So in as much as I understand what Pastor Femi is saying, 
Um, you said the highest they can get from that game is a draw. Well, they exceeded that and they won three points. So now you're shifting goalposts that uh, mm, what they did quarter final. No, mm, sir, you cannot do that. Sure, you understand. You can, I understand where you're coming from. But we same mouths that we used to drag these people when they don't do well. We have to give them their kudos when they mm. do well. So they have done really, really well. That result yesterday was an amazing result. It was beyond most people's expectation. And that happiness that it brought to a chunk of people in the country when the Super Eagles do win, especially a big result like that. It's just like a team, Ivory Coast coming to Nigeria to beat us when we are hosting the tournament. It would be a big deal for them. And mind you, that was a public holiday for them yesterday. So they did not go to work. They were waiting yesterday. They were, for morning, they were preparing for that game. They started the tournament well. They won their first game 2-0. They were hyped. They were psyched for that game. Only do you think... Ask an Ivory Coast fan how he felt yesterday. You will understand the importance of that win that to, to, to Nigeria yesterday. So let's give them their honors and let's see what they do against Guinea-Bissau. We are going to take it one, one game at a time. They are going to have our support. And if they fumble, we will still be here to drag them. I can't say that word on air. But we will drag them. We will drag them. We will drag them. That's all we can take this lovely evening. Um, thanks to everybody who listened in and from the listeners to the callers and uh, the two people that sent us messages. I'd like to thank Faisal, um, um, Boye, and of course um, Amos uh, for coming through um, today. Um, join us again on Monday for the Banta edition of Talk About Talk Sports, and we are located at Empire Building Number One in Fedjola, Arolo Street, behind BJ Philly Station in Oshoko, Tilea, um, adjacent Olufoma, Makure, Ondo State. Uh, so kindly reach out to us for adverts, uh, promotions, and sponsorship on Empire Radio 104.5 FM, uh, where you'll be guaranteed um, nothing but first class service on radio. God bless you all. Um, stay safe out there. Um, have an amazing weekend. This is Jerry Foma, the J Thunder, and I'm signing out.